Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of God's Little Hummingbird, the podcast where we are reading through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation using the original languages as a guide. Today we are reading Genesis chapter 43, a very exciting chapter. So let's begin. Now the famine was severe in the land, and it came to pass when they had eaten up the grain which they had brought from Egypt, that their father said to them, Go back, buy us a little food. But Judah said to him, saying, The man solemnly warned us, saying, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. If you send our brother with us, we will go down and buy you food. But if you will not send him, we will not go down. For the man said to us, You shall not see my face unless your brother is with you. And Israel, now remember, Israel is Jacob. And Israel said, Why did you deal so wrongfully or literally wickedly with me as to tell the man whether you had still another brother? See, Israel, Jacob can't see the bigger picture right now. And he's just stressing and fretting like, oh no, you can't send my son down here. Why did you do this? Why did you do this? He's blaming. And remember, he wrestled with the angels. So there are certain areas he wrestles with God on. And, and again, this is it, trusting. And when you don't trust, you can become bitter about your situation. And you'll see even when he presents himself to Pharaoh later, where he talks about his days have been bitter and hard. So let's just remember that Sometimes we bring our own bitterness upon us by not just submitting to God's will. Myself included, right? <laughs> okay, verse 7. But they said, The man asked us pointedly about ourselves and our family, saying, Is your father still alive? Have you another brother? And we told him according to these words, Could we possibly have known that he would say, Bring your brother down? Then Judah said to Israel his father, Send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die, both we and you and also our little ones. I myself will be surety for him, from my hand you shall require him. If I do not bring him back to you and set him before you, then let me bear the blame forever. For if we had not lingered, surely by now we would have returned the second time. And their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this. Take some of the best fruits of the land in your vessels and carry down a present for the man, a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachio nuts and almonds. Notice those are the things that were still growing during this famine, but they did not have the wheat, the the grain, the bread. And notice wheat makes bread, and we're told Yeshua is the bread of life. So there's all sorts of symbolism in that too, that they had to go down to the brother Joseph, whom they had sold, whom they had despised, whom they had betrayed, and get this bread. The just like we must go to our Messiah, who at any point in our life, some of us have betrayed, despised, not acknowledged him as our savior, whether we were Jews or Gentiles, and we had turned our back on him, but we must go to him for the bread of life. Interesting, huh? Verse 12, take double money in your hand and take back in your hand the money that was returned in the mouth of your sacks. Perhaps it was an oversight. Take your brother also and arise, go back to the man. And may El Shaddai, God Almighty, Give you mercy before the man, that he may release your other brother and Benjamin. If I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took that present in Benjamin, and they took double money in their hand, and arose and went down to Egypt, and they stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with him, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my home, and slaughter an animal, and make ready, for these men will dine with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph ordered, and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. Now the men were afraid because they were brought into Joseph's house, and they said, 
is because of the money which was returned in our sacks the first time that, that we are brought in so that he may make a case against us and seize us to take us as slaves with our donkeys. So they were thinking that they were caught and going to be in trouble. So, verse 19. When they drew near to the steward of Joseph's house, they talked with him at the door of the house and said, Oh, sir, we indeed came down the first time to buy food. But it happened when we came to the encampment that we opened our sacks, and there each man's money was in the mouth of his sack, our money in full weight. So we have brought it back in our hand, and we have brought down other money in our hands to buy food. We do not know who put our money in our sacks. But he said, Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. Your Elohim and the Elohim of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. Your God and the God of your father. Remember, that's the plural word, gods, Elohim. I had your money, which of course was not true, but he is playing along with whatever the scheme that Joseph has that's transpiring. Then he brought Simeon out to them. So the, men brought, so the man brought the men into Joseph's house and gave them water and they washed their feet and he gave their donkeys feed. Now I want to point out here, he washed their feet. That was a hugely, hugely common tradition right, during all of the biblical times. The reason being, I think most of their shoes were sandals and their feet got quite dirty. And so we see, of course, Jesus, Yeshua, washing the disciples' feet and telling us to wash feet. But it's a symbol of also helping people clean their walk, help them to walk properly. But in this case, he was helping them wash their feet because they had been on a long journey all the way from the land of Canaan or what's now Israel. 25. Then they made the present ready for Joseph's coming at noon, for they heard that they would eat bread there. And when Joseph came home, they brought him the present which was in their hand into the house and bowed down before him to the earth. Then he asked them about their well-being and said, Is your father well? The old man of whom you spoke, is he still alive? And they answered, Your servant our father is in good health. He is still alive. And they bowed their heads down and prostrated themselves. Then he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin, his mother's son, and said, Is this your youngest, your younger brother of whom you spoke to me? And he said, God be gracious to you, my son. And his heart yearned for his brother. So Joseph made haste, or he hurried, and sought somewhere to weep. And he went into his chamber and wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, and he restrained himself and said, Serve the bread. So they set him a place by himself and them by themselves, and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves, because the Egyptians could not eat food with the Hebrews, for that's an abomination to the Egyptians. And they sat before him, the firstborn according to his birthright, and the youngest according to his youth. And the men looked in astonishment at one another. Then he took servings to them from before him, but Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs. So they drank and were merry with him. And I can only imagine what's going on inside of them. Join us next time for another exciting episode. Have a blessed day, everyone. Much love and Messiah.